welcome to episode number eight of Blueprint, our responsible manufacturing video blog. My name is Björn. I'm driving the sustainability agenda for EOS. Today, we are at a very special location. We're here at Formnext in Frankfurt, which is the additive manufacturing trade show. And this gives us the special opportunity to meet Sherry Monroe. from AMGTA uh, here today. So today you will learn uh, about the role sustainability can play for additive manufacturing, how to promote this, uh, and also how to avoid greenwashing. And uh, I'm really happy to have you here today with us, Sherry. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, yeah. thanks for coming. Thank you for having me, this is a great opportunity. Yeah, thank you. Before we uh, start into the questions, may I ask you to please shortly introduce yourself and also your role at AMGTA, and most important, what does AMGTA stand for? Sure, so uh, Sherry Monroe, I'm the executive director of the AMGTA, and in my role, uh, I work with our members to really find opportunities to promote additive uh, practices to support more sustainable manufacturing. Okay, thank you. So AOS was one of the first members, uh, I think, in uh, 2020, shortly right. after the uh, AMGTA was founded. Mm -hmm. uh, so what is AMGTA doing, actually? So we're a global organization uh, made up of members throughout the, the manufacturing ecosystem. So everything from source material providers, printer manufacturers, software, through the, the end users, the manufacturers actually using additive technology uh, to, to achieve their business objectives. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, you probably have a, a vision or a purpose or a mission. Uh, sure. Can you, can you tell us what that is and, and sure. how, do you, how do you work with your members? Sure, so our goal is really to better understand and promote the environmental benefits of additive practices, so design and manufacture. So that to do that really means we need to understand it better. So we work with our members to find opportunities to collaborate, uh, to do use case studies, research, that sort of thing. Uh, so that we can understand this better and, and work together to increase acceptance and adoption. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, research studies, you said, we'll come mm -hmm. to that okay. uh, point a bit later because I think that that's very interesting. But maybe generally, uh, the manufacturing industry as such, uh, uh, what are the challenges you see uh, this industry is facing today? Sure, so I think some of it, uh, the, in terms of uh, ad adoption of additive, is for the manufacturing industry to better understand what additive can do for them. So in terms of production, in terms of uh, better managing supply chains, inventory, things like that, really understanding this new technology, although it's not completely new, but in many ways it feels very new for manufacturers to really understand what this can do for them uh, and help them work through those adoption uh, challenges mm -hmm. that they have internally. And can you give us some examples? I mean, what, how can additive help to sure. solve some of these uh, challenges. Sure. So some of the things that additive can bring to manufacturing are uh, on demand or closer to demand. Now closer to demand may mean geographically closer or it may be just mean closer in the decision tree. You know, do we need to make more of the red item or the blue item? That type of thing to really impact overproduction. That is one of the most um, unsustainable parts of manufacturing is overproduction and then what do you do with this stuff? Um, also some of the other things for, for redesign, being able to lightweight parts, use less material, use less energy in the production. And so what we're also finding is that quite often those economic factors and the sustainability factors actually track together rather than uh, you know, picking 
uh, economic viability versus sustainability, we see that those go together. Mm -hmm. And that's a good message, I think, uh, uh, we hear here. Uh, you mentioned studies uh, mm -hmm. in the beginning. So what kind of studies is sure. AMGDA doing or commissioning? Uh, and, and, and why? You know, right. Why is it needed? It's, uh, we feel like it's really important for, for manufacturers who are looking to adopt additive or adopt it in a bigger way. It's not enough to think this is more sustainable or to think it will use less energy or less material. It really needs to be quantified. And so that's the work that we're doing with members like EOS and our other members to find use cases that will not only uh, give us very specific information around that uh, use case, but also provide us with information that is transferable to other use cases so that it can be better understood, find out where it's better, where it's worse, where our opportunities are, and it tends to be very situational. And so we really want to understand those situations uh, so that we can uh, implement this in the best way. Mm. And is it easy to do that? I mean, is I guess you need some data uh, to do it. Is that sure. available or is that one of the reasons right. for the studies? So part of the reason that we do this with our members is they're the ones that are able to provide this primary data. Uh, and so we work with them, we bring on, you know, we find, identify a use case, some part or component that needs to be manufactured. And we work with our partners, whether it's a printer manufacturer, source material, the end user, end producer, mm -hmm. to work together to really identify the specific situations, to be able to get that primary data. But then we commission this out to a respected research institution to be able to actually do the research so that it's very independent, very objective, uh, so that it can be trusted data and transparent. We feel like that's very important. Mm -hmm. And you've done already uh, a couple of studies. Can you give us some examples and, and, and what the results were? Sure. So one of our first studies was actually looking at powder bed fusion uh, uh, manufacture with metal uh, for a part that goes on an airplane. So we really looked at both the production phase of that part, how did it compare to traditional manufacturing processes, and then also the use phase of this part that had been redesigned for additive uh, in a way that could not be, have been manufactured traditionally. This lightweighted part going on an airplane therefore using less fuel, having a smaller carbon footprint, and so understanding how that worked. Uh, we've also done uh, studies looking at industrial components compared to binder jetting versus casting, uh, and we're really uh, talking about one here at Formnext this week, actually talking about um, material jetting uh, polymer in the fashion industry. So a very different look at additive, uh, but we think it's really interesting and, and for an industry, the fashion industry, that really has some sustainability challenges. And mm -hmm. so we think this will be uh, a really interesting study for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so it seems there, there's a lot of technologies, a lot of uh, things you're looking at, and a lot of very good examples. Now, is it fair to say that additive manufacturing is generally more environmentally friendly than traditional manufacturing, or is that not possible to, to state? I, I would say there are circumstances where it maybe is not. Uh, it really depends on the situation. It depends on things like location, quantity, the technology, and really the circumstances around uh, producing that product. It may be uh, the actual production is more sustainable, but sometimes it's not the production, it's what does this, apart, this part allow us to do? Does it allow us to get equipment up and running sooner? Does it allow us, uh, one, one example, I, I look to the future and think, I, I can't imagine electric flight really being 
uh, a viable option without additive, without the design for additive. So it may not be about the actual part that's being produced and the sustainability about the part, it's what is it enabling us to do. And so I think for many businesses, it's really important to have this very wide view. What does it do in terms of the inventory you're having to store? Um, that has very big uh, economic impacts of the, the capital that's tied up in that, but also parts that are being produced, potentially overproduced, that eventually go in the waste bin. So there's some bigger aspects of this that really need to be looked at. And uh, so, but sustainability in general is gaining traction, I feel, sure. in, in our industry. Uh, what is your perspective on this? Is, this? is there a real change happening, or is it just a few frontrunners doing something? What is, your, what is your take on this? Yeah, I, I believe that in the AM technology development, there's just so much potential for implementing sustainability right into this. I always think of it as a little bit of unsettled ground. It's not the processes and technology that's been in place for 40 or 50 years. There's so much technology development happening and sustainability is being factored into that right from the very foundation. And so, you know, in Europe, a lot of that uh, demand for sustainability has more to do with regulation. But even in the U.S., where there is less about regulation, uh, stakeholders are demanding it, whether that's customers, shareholders, employees are really pushing that. And most of those companies are operating globally anyway. Mm. So it's really uh, not only something that's sort of being required, but that is one of the great uh, leverage potentials of AM is this is part of what it can bring, not only economic viability, but more sustainable and better practices. And some of the front runners in the industry are really leading the way in a positive way. EOS is one of those companies, Stratasys, uh, other companies that are really leading the way and, and understand this not as a, a situation for competition, but we really call it co-opetition, where how can we work together? Because this isn't a static pie of industry potential. There is so much growth potential here that the front runner, you know, the leading companies really see this and see that there's more to be gained by working together than trying to do this on their own. And that's where they come to an organization like ours. We have the potential to bring these companies together in a productive way and really grow this industry. Mm -hmm. It's good to see, um, and it's maybe also one of the motivations for companies to join AMGTA, or can you share uh, a bit more why companies are, are joining AMGTA. And I saw uh, just yesterday at our members meeting that the growth is immense. Yeah? Sure. So a lot of new companies uh, joined this year alone. I think it just gives companies uh, an opportunity to get together, whether it's virtually together, whether it's finding projects to work on together. It's an opportunity to really, uh, you know, sort of be greater than the sum of the parts. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we, we together and as an independent organization can do things that no other company, regardless of size, can do on their own. And when it comes to the research projects we discussed, having that independent body put this out versus an internal company doing their research that says they're awesome, it's, it has a different feel when it's coming from an independent research group, being commissioned by an independent organization, and really putting the information out there, we feel like that transparency is important and that's one of the things that our members get by working with us. We also have working groups, uh, we have opportunities to uh, participate in panels and other kinds of use cases, so really finding those opportunities to work together. Mm -hmm. I mean, independent verification is in general uh, very uh, important, I think, right. uh, to, uh, to be credible. Sure. Uh, and uh, AMGTA 
has one of its its targets is to to goals is to promote sustainability in AM. One right. thing uh, that comes to my mind is how to avoid greenwashing. Sure. Yeah, because uh, definitely everyone in AMGTA wants to position themselves as well. Right. Uh, but where is the where is the line between uh, greenwashing and a real uh, real benefit uh, sure. what, what they're providing. Sure, I'm always a little hesitant to use the term greenwashing only because it has a little bit to do with intent. You know, what? what is one company's greenwashing is another company's just getting started. You know, a company may go for those easy wins. How do they get their employees and their stakeholders on board? So they may have some rather easy initiatives up front. And so it's really about looking at where they're going. Are they making progress? Are they being bold about this? Are they implementing it not only in how they work internally, but in the products they deliver to their customers? And so it really does take a little bit of time of seeing what kind of progress they make, what are their intentions. Um, and so it, it, I, I'm always a little hesitant on that, but it is important. It really is important, you know, we're in a position globally, all of us as global citizens, that we've really got to take action. And by doing it together, we can really have a big impact. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last question. Uh, if you think three to five years right. uh, into the future, what do you think, where will we be uh, in this industry, in the additive industry, in regards to sustainability? I think sustainability will become a bigger and bigger uh, topic within manufacturing in every way, just because of the demands that, that we need to, to uh, impact the, the world. Um, and I think additive, as, as it becomes better understood, and the potential of what this can do to see beyond uh, just how it compares to to traditional manufacturing. As that becomes more understood, I think there will be more acceptance. I think it will really uh, start to really ramp up, and I think it's going, going to have a really big impact. But projecting out with, with such a um, quickly growing technology, mm. three to five years is so far out, but I think we're going to see some really big impacts. That's very good to hear. Uh, thank you very much, Sherry, for sure. your uh, visit here, for participating, for answering the questions, uh, and providing all the information on, on AMGTA, your mission, what you're doing. Thank you very much uh, for being with us today. Thank you for uh, having me. Thank you. Uh, and if you have uh, questions or comments, please uh, write them under the post here. Uh, you can do as always, and stay responsible.